for the moment that you've all been waiting for. From just north of the border, he's the hombre with no nombre. Miramano from another mamo. His favorite jelly bean flavor is black licorice. El numero uno. That's right. You're listening to one of the three hogsmen. Devin, not here. Big Duke can't make it this week. But uh, it's Tuesday. It's the day. And it's March 9th. What's going on, Adam? Nothing much. Another daytime podcast. I'm really enjoying it. I like this too, man. I like this too. It's a lot easier this way. Yeah, because then you don't get home at 10 o'clock at night editing a podcast. I get home at, I'm done with it by 5. Yeah. That's always nice. Well, yeah, we're back. El Numero Uno, Mike Camden, the Hogsman, Hogsman Podcast. What's going on, everyone? Had a long weekend, Adam. Saw some of your Instagram posts. I was up in uh, Tahoe for my wife's birthday. First time I've driv- driven up to Tahoe. Not a not a short car ride. Not a short car How ride. How long is it? About eight, eight and a half, nine hours. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, man. It's, it's, it's a long drive. Yeah, it sounds like a long drive. But uh, we, we lucked out, got some good weather up there, um, went and rode. Uh, we got up there, so we drove up there Friday, got up there around like 7.30 at night and just hung out for that, you know, for that night. No big, nothing really. Everybody, like we had uh, two other couples meeting us up there at an okay. Airbnb. So um, everybody just kind of was like, you know, everybody kind of drove separately. And so we were all just kind of meeting at the house and, and just hung out that night. And then, uh, and then went and snowboarded on Saturday on Heavenly, which is a gigantic mountain, like gigantic. And it was cool because it was right down the street. We could walk to the mountain. We didn't have to drive or anything like that. And, uh, yeah, man, it was fun. Had good snow, a little windy earlier in the day, but loosened up and, uh, got some good rides in. I've decided that I do, I do like snowboarding. I hate everything that goes on around snowboarding. Yeah. I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago. It's like you like the aspect of snowboarding, but you don't like the driving up, the everything going up the mountain. The So we went there and I guess it was re- so heavenly is so big that it's, it's uh, you know, Tahoe has two sides. It's their California side and the Nevada side. Yeah. And heavenly is right there. It has a California side and Nevada side. So they have like a big map at the bottom of the mountain and it shows like, what runs are open, like if they're green or if they're red, you know, red means closed off. And I guess the Nevada side was really windy that day or like in the morning time. So everybody was on the California side and the California side is smaller. Yeah. So man, like the lines were like insane to get on the lift, just lines everywhere. And, uh, right when we got up there, I, I, I grab my board and I start walking up. We start walking up the street to the parking lot, to the, you know, ticket booth or whatever. And my binding, one of my bindings just broke. Like my board is so old. I bought it when I was probably 19 years old, 20 years old. My, I'm talking the whole setup, my board, my bindings. I got new boots last year because my, my old boots were about, I purchased it the exact Done same time. For. Oh, they, the soles were falling off. And, uh, the past, I think four times, that I've gone up, my bindings have broke because they're so old. They're Drake bindings. That company doesn't even exist anymore. And every time I'll just go into the repair shop and those like, oh, those throw on some Burton straps, you know. So my 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 straps are basically like Frankenstein straps. So as soon as we got up there, 
to the, uh, you know, to the ticket booth and we're about to like walk up to the mountain. I looked down and my binding just snapped like the, the strap. And I'm like, oh, I got to go get this fixed. So I walk over to the repair shop and the guy's like, yeah, I've got nothing for you. I can't fix that. <laughs> and so I'm like, ah, you know, like this is going to be annoying. I'm going to spend some money on some new bindings, all that kind of stuff. Finally, like after like five minutes of him kind of just like looking around all that kind of, he goes, oh, I got something. Went and got a Burton bind uh, strap, put it on, all good. And uh, yeah, man, it was just like, it doesn't really uh, make sense. It's almost like going to Disneyland. The amount of time that's like going to take you to drive there, the amount it's going to cost, the amount of time you're going to wait in line to go on a ride. When you like equate it out to like the amount of time you of actually riding compared to everything else. The joy to work ratio is not... It's psycho in your shit. favor. It's psycho shit. You're like, who, who, who in their right mind would do this? It's just like wrestling. The amount of time we spend traveling as opposed to the actual bell to bell in ring yeah. action. It doesn't make sense at all. It doesn't make sense at all. But um, anyways, it started loosening up uh, later in the day, like the snow or I'm sorry, the uh, the wind died down on the top of the mountain. So we went all the way up there. Um. Everybody kind of started dispersing over the Nevada side to where, you know, loosened up the California side. And uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was great, man. It was a lot of fun. Beautiful, beautiful view on the on the mountain, man. Like that's have you, ever, have you been to Lake Tahoe. Nope. That lake is so blue. It's it's amazing. And I guess people like snorkel in it and scuba dive in it or something like that, like during the summertime. Cause yeah, because it's, it's that clear. But um, yeah, man, it was a good time. So a lot of good tree runs got to hit those. That's always fun because I don't hit jumps or grind rails anymore. So going through like tree runs is fun for me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I got to do that. And then uh, drove home yesterday. Sunday, we didn't do we didn't do anything. Not really. Like we went out for like breakfast and went out for dinner that night. And, you know, they like went to the casino for about an hour. But I hate casinos. So but my wife likes to gamble. Yeah. So I let her gamble. In your younger days, would you have gone snowboarding again that second day? Maybe it's expensive. Is it? It's expensive. Okay. Uh, maybe, maybe I, I I might have done that. You know what? They didn't really groom the 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 mountain that well, so there was like moguls everywhere. Uh, one the guy that one of the guys that I was with jacked his knee up just from riding, not doing anything stupid yet. We were but we were gonna go through some tree runs, but we were just on our way to get there, and he hit this mound of 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 snow like right in front of me. I watched it hit this mound of snow and then like it just kind of launched his board out from underneath him on his toe side. And he like face planted into the snow and I rode by him kind of like chuckling. And all of a sudden, like I could hear that he was actually hurt and I'm like, Oh shit. <laughs> you know, like you're actually hurt. But yeah, he, uh, he made it down. And then, uh, Monday yesterday, we, we, uh, drove home, left at nine 30 in the morning. Didn't get home till eight o'clock at night. Jeez. The couple, uh, one of the couples that was with us, uh, they left before us and we took the, uh, the 395, which you kind of go through like, like nothing. Like there's a lot of like nothingness out yeah. there, you know, and his, his something on his truck broke down. So we had, we stopped and, and hung out with them for a while so they could like get it repaired and all that kind of stuff. But took forever to get home, man. Took forever to get home. So that was my weekend. Sounds eventful. At least it was eventful. Yeah, it's it, 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 Tahoe is beautiful, man. Yeah, I, I suggest going up there. It just takes a long time to get up there. Yeah, it's yeah, eight nine hours. That's a 
long drive. Yeah, last time I went up there, I flew to Reno, and then we we had a rental car out of there. But uh, the drive. But you know, up around Mammoth, beautiful. Yeah, it's really nice. Like the drive is really scenic and all that kind of stuff. But uh, you know, everything except for that is like kind of just like desert. You know, like yeah. nothing really out there. I feel like trips like that are good for like people who wrestle because you're already used to being in cars for seven, eight hours at a time. So yeah. driving up to Tahoe is probably like nothing. You're like, yeah, I've uh, done this to Arizona it, a couple of times. Like, yeah, I mean, well, being doing long drives has definitely conditioned myself to like if I see like a four hour drive in front of me, I'm like, oh, that's nothing. You know, three hour drive. That's nothing. Six hour drive. Yeah, that's something, you know, but I, I've done it before. Eight. Nine hours, you know, it starts to get to you a little bit. Yeah. But uh, at least we don't have to do like, you know, there and back the I'll same say, day. At least you don't have to do the turnaround that same day. Exactly. And be there for maybe two hours and then go, all right, let's yep. go back. Yep. Yep. So what about you, man? You do anything this weekend? I know Devin doesn't like to ask you that question. I know Devin, for some reason, likes to make fun of me for having a you, life. You asking that question every for week. For me having a life? Yeah. I, and doing stuff on the weekends? Yeah. No, I, I I I literally don't have a life, so I think I watched the AW pay-per-view and that was pretty much all I did this weekend. All right. Let's move. We'll come back to the AW pay-per-view. Yeah. But I got to tell you something I watched last night when I got home. Okay. Uh, So I get home. We kind of unpack everything. Not everything because you just kind of leave it around and then as you need it, you go through that. Yeah. <laughs> that, uh, oh, I need this shirt now. Exactly. Like, and then, and then you try and you, you get it. Um, that's heavy. Do you have Showtime? Um, I mean, I have the app where I can watch stuff on there, but I don't really watch anything on there. So there's a documentary on Takashi six, nine. Okay. It's called super villain. Yo, you gotta watch this. I swear to God. I don't get I, the music's trash. Yeah. The lyrics trash. But that kid is so smart. He is so smart what he did. Um, he even like admits like he has like no musical talent. <laughs> but the thing is, he has he's great at marketing. Yeah, he's great. He was great at marketing himself. He even to, to, to this day, he's still great at marketing himself. So that's not the rapper who snitched. Who sn- that is the rapper who's the one that snitched on it. I thought he was yeah. going to like witness protection. No. No. He, he denied witness protection. So he got sentenced to X amount of time yeah. in prison, but got out due to COVID. Oh, okay, yeah. So he got early release, and then I think he was, he was on house arrest, and then he denied witness protection and said he'll just pay for his own security. Security, yeah. Which he did, you know, he, he Makes does. Makes sense. But uh, they, they do a great job in this documentary kind of uh, telling the story of him. And what they do is they take a, like an action figure, and they start off with him as like a kid, right? So it's kind of blank. It's, it's a blank action figure. Yeah. It's just him with like no tattoos or anything like that. And then the narrator, as they go through all these sections of his life and elements of what it took to become the character Takashi 69 they start adding things to this action figure. They'll add like tattoos. They'll add like the, the colorful hair. Yeah. Um, the wardrobe. And they kind of like make it him. They turn him into a super villain, which was his like idea the whole time was like, he wanted to be a villain. Yeah. And he, you know, as a wrestler, as a wrestler, you look at this and you go, this guy made a character character development. Yeah. And and did a great fucking job. And you know what? He's the ultimate heel because a lot of people hate this guy. He has fans, but a lot of people hate this guy 
but even those people that hate him, they watch what he does. Yeah. You know? And uh, by the end of this thing, because you can't spoil alert, right, guys? We all know what happens at the end. Yeah, it's documentary. I think you can spoil a documentary. But at the end, he is such a heel, such a heel. He makes the gangbangers, right? The real gangsters of Treyway, the baby faces. <laughs> can you believe that shit? No, I cannot. Like full on criminals, gangbangers. He makes them the baby faces. I'm telling you, you got to watch this. It's nuts. Dude. I'll check it out. And just like, you know, he, he, he snitched, right? Which is yeah. kind of like the code of the streets. You don't do that, right? If you're going to live that lifestyle, you, you that's the code you're supposed to follow. Yeah. And he snitched huge, sent a bunch of people to, to, to prison and um, came out almost embracing that snitch yeah. um, title. And being like, fuck it, I don't care. And in this society today, people like that idea of, I don't care if you think I'm a piece of shit. You know, even if they don't like it, if they don't like the idea that you have no problem with being a piece of shit. In some ways, people like still kind of respect it, I guess, a little bit. Yeah. Like, man, this guy doesn't care at all. Like that's, you know, as, as low as that was, it's almost kind of like it's it, it, you, you almost respect him for embracing it. Yeah. Cause it's still, even if, even if you hire like the best security in the world, I'd still be like, they're going to get to you eventually. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter who you got watching your back. They're going to get to you eventually if they have enough people. Um, they, they showed a a list of the, the the people that got put away cause it was a Rico act that they did on this gang. And he's probably like, he's obviously in danger right now of, of, you know, getting shot or murdered or whatever. But in about, I'd say about eight years because that's when uh, the average of these set, like these prison sentences for these guys were about eight years. Yeah. I think he's going to have a little bit more problem, a little more problem yeah. down the road. And he might not have that bankroll because I'm, I, I'm, I'm guessing 24 seven security costs a lot of money. Yeah. Plus his lifestyle just in general. So who knows who, how fast he's going to burn through that. And he's also the guy that I remember when they said he was going to witness protection. I was like, how is that guy going to go live in like, Kentucky and work at like a Dairy Queen. Oh, even if he and like be secret, like be then people know who he is. Like even if he shaved off his rainbow hair, yeah, he still got those tattoos on the, his yeah, face. Yeah, tattoos like are that. the big thing. But uh, I'm telling you, I think you should you should watch it, man. Like, like I said, music trash, lyrics trash, but the guy he he became he he put himself on the map, big time, made a lot of money. And, uh, and I, you know what, I can kind of see how these younger kids, they got behind it. Yeah. Like they were showing like videos or not videos, uh, um, footage of his, uh, live concerts. He's got a lot of energy, man. And as much of trash that music is, yeah. there's a lot of energy behind it. And in that environment, I'm sure people love it. You know, I've been to a lot of concerts. Yeah. I'm sure you've been to concerts in that moment. It's, if there's a lot of energy being, yeah. being off by the person on stage hey man you're into it let's do it. And, and if you're only what 16 17 18 19 20 years old you think this is the shit man and society do- doesn't want this guy to succeed no so i like it even more because i'm a fan yeah you know not me but uh <laughs> i was watching this like this is incredible man i I, I I knew the story yeah but this gets real deep and you're like man like i said musically trash 
Marketing genius, absolute genius. Completely unrelated, but I don't know. Have you know, have you seen this trend recently of all these like Gen Z, these younger kids like on TikTok trying to cancel Eminem? Yes. Now and, I, I I don't I, I got a quick glance. Is it because of past music? No, it's apparently a lyric from a current song. I don't know specifically what it is, but I'm like, people have been trying to cancel Eminem since I was a kid, and it doesn't work. So I don't know what why they think it's going to work now. Um, yeah, I, I don't know the exact yeah. reason of why he's trying to get canceled or what the lyric it's, is. It's just some, it's some, it might've been old lyrics that now are offending people 20 years later. And I think he might've said something in a recent song that offended some of these younger people, but really, I mean, the guy, the guy made his name being offensive the first, and shocking. The first thing anyone ever heard of him was, Hey kids, do you like violence? That yep. was the first thing that he, first song that made him popular. Yep. Yep. He made a song about a fan who killed his wife. Or his girl, pregnant girlfriend, like remember that song "Guilty Conscience"? Yeah, where he in the one of the one of the verses, he's talking about like a not even a date rape, but like full blown like yeah. uh uh like uh, yeah, fraternity not, like yeah rape exactly. Like, it's just like like when you think of that like that, so that came out probably in what 98, 97? Yeah. Yeah, 97, 98 probably. Uh, that came out today. It would not go over it's well. It's insane. Yeah, it's insane, man. But uh, I mean, I, I, I'm a fan of Eminem. I was yeah. a fan back when I was a kid. I don't. I, 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 I kind of stopped listening to his music. Yeah, his his new music is hit or miss. Like there's yeah. some songs that are good, some that are like, eh, I know you're. I know what he's doing. He's trying to cater more to modern like fans, younger fans, to try to get them in. But like, and also like when rappers get older and they get more money, like there's less of the anger and the rage that yeah. fuels a lot of rappers so it's like when you're a billionaire like he is like i don't believe that you're mad anymore well he's also maturing he's maturing i yeah. mean he's got to be 40 something he's, right yeah mid 40s his daughter who's is like 21 now yeah like nobody wants to hear like a middle-aged 40 year old or i'm sorry a mid 40s you know rapper talk about being poor and exactly living in the streets of detroit yeah like 40 years ago <laughs> like it's just not like yeah, it, it doesn't sound appealing anymore. But it's like it's one of those things like him, like it just shows you that you don't have to get canceled. You can just ignore it and it'll go away. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know if you saw this. Bill Burr was like defending Gina Carano. Well, yeah, actually, I listened to Burr's podcast and, you know, he likes her as a person. Yeah. And, you know, what he was saying was was legit. You know, yeah. he's like, hey, this is just her political views. Was it a stupid comment? Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. But, you know, like, hey, man, she's allowed to have her opinion on stuff. Absolutely. Um, You know, like I said, I'm, I'm a fan of Gina Carano. I remember her back when she was an MMA fighter. Uh, I liked her in The Mandalorian. Uh, you know, yeah. it sucks that she got she got cut. Yeah. Um, But, you know, like it was self-sabotage, though. I mean, she kind of. Should have better published this. It probably should have been like, hey. Stop. Well, I mean, she, I'm sure she got a talking to after like the first time she like said something stupid, right? Yeah. Or, or did something stupid. So I, hope. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So Takashi Six Nine, super villain. I'll, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. It's one of those ones where you're just like, I, I, I gotta watch this, man. Um, but anyways, what else is going on? Who else? Uh, did uh, did you hear about this? Uh, there was I I I was on the the social media a little bit while I was gone up in Tahoe and I saw um early on Friday morning I think it was 
there was uh, the fight TV uh, Twitter handle was like, hey, we no longer going to have any participation with a company called Synergy Wrestling. I saw that. I didn't know what it was regarding. And then um, a few other like, you know, wrestlers and, and promotions were yeah. like, we're not going to participate with this guy at all. Turns out he has a past of uh, sexual assault charges and convictions of minors and people are cutting them off. I guess yeah. it was, was it, it's like synergy pro wrestling. So the the like name that. sounds familiar. So yeah, I think so. So that was a wild to, to read about. Yeah. And then there were a couple of people that were starting to like say that like all promoters now should like demand wrestlers, give them background checks before they book them. And I'm like, in theory, that's a good idea, but uh-huh. I think getting a background check costs money. It does. So now you're asking guys who you're probably underpaying. Let's be honest with a lot of promoters are underpaying talent. Now you're saying, Hey, can you go pay for this so I can book you? So I know that you're not a sex offender. I'm like, I, in theory, it's a good idea. But like if Mike Camden emails, you, does Mike Camden really need to go get a fucking background check? I'm pretty sure there's enough people in the world that would vouch for you and well, Mike's not a shitty guy. Like, you know, well, yeah, that's the thing. You never know. You never know. Like, yeah. Um, I mean, I've been background checked a lot of times through works and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, um, and I have no criminal past. Uh, but, um, I saw that people were talking about like doing background checks and that's the first thing I thought. Cause I, they cost money. Yeah. They cost like around like, I'm guessing 150 bucks a pop. Now, who's going to pick up that tab? Is the promoter or is the wrestler going to have? Is that on the wrestlers? They're probably going to ask the wrestler to do it. Um, because, listen, the margins are already tight when you're coming to, when it comes to wrestling shows. Yeah. Right. Um, and now you want to background check wrestlers that are coming in. Like I said, you said, in theory, that's great. It's a great idea. Yeah. But the thing is, how long is that going to last before people start realizing, like, hey, this is taking out, like, this is eating up a lot of my, you know, overhead. Yeah. Um, and also what, what, what background checks don't just show up for any kind of, uh, sexual, uh, assault yeah. pass. You have DUIs, assaults, theft, um, anything else. Yeah. So where do you draw the line at? Where do you draw the line at? Like, Hey, we can't book you because your, your past is, is, you know, I, I don't yeah. know. I don't, I don't know. And it could lead promoters to make excuses to why they don't want to book you. Like if they just don't think you're good enough, they can now use, Oh, he had this minor arrest in 2002 for something. And they're like, oh, yeah, we can't bring you in because of that. Like, mm. just it, stupid shit, could, they could turn it into just the way it goes. But, like, yeah, I don't think it'll become a thing, but I think it should certainly be a thing for, like, AEW and WWE because they've got the money to do it. Oh, yeah, WWE does it. But, I'm, you know, I'm not saying, like, the, the mom-and-pop indie companies that, like, not, like, the higher-end ones, like, the ones that are smaller, like, I don't think you can really do that. You know what? Maybe, maybe what you could do. And it's always a maybe because uh, you would have to rely on every single wrestler, wrestling promoter um, to work together, which we all know that doesn't work out (laughs) a lot of times. But the school, right? Let's say like uh, I went to SoCal Pro, right? That's where I started training at. What if at that level, before I could start training, okay, I needed a background check. That's fair. Okay, so now uh, Jeff Dino's in, in in possession of my background check. Yeah. Right? And anybody that wants to use me 
for the show, they say, hey, do you have a background check? And I say, yeah, go ahead and hit up Jeff Dino. Yeah. Or I have a copy of it also so I could send it off. Maybe that could be a way. Yeah. Maybe that could be a way. But that would also rely on people working together. and Yeah. And and presuming that you never have like a fallout with the person exactly. that trained you because that happens and, all the time. And too. that's maybe why you would have to be. You, well, even to have a background check done on you, they, they notify you anyways. Yeah. And you have to agree to it. So whoever's running that school would have to get, should give you a copy yeah. of that background check also. Cause like, yeah, it's very often that wrestlers have a fallout with the school, maybe their first school or any, you know, anything like that. And maybe that promoter now doesn't want to get release your background check to, a, a, you know, another yeah. promoter that's using you. So I don't know. It's complicated. It's complicated. Um, but yeah, crazy, man. Crazy, I Cause, saw that. Because background checks don't show stuff like, for instance, like Teddy Hart. Teddy Hart had a girlfriend that came down to Orlando to train and disappeared. Went missing. Went missing. That doesn't show up on a background check, but people were pretty suspicious of it. And yeah, they, yeah. They kind of presume he had something to do with it. Yeah. So it's like, that doesn't show up on a background check, so he would look clean. By the way, did you see uh, there's a promotion in Southern California that is gonna is using Teddy Hart? And they decided to uh, release that information on like the day that this like synergy promotion mm-hmm. uh, came out. It's just like Ugh. read the room. Do you not know? I listen. I met Teddy Hart at the uh, Lucha Expo Lucha in uh, in San Diego. Uh, what was that? A year over a year. Actually, it was in 2019. Yeah. Right. Uh, I didn't. I, I walked by and. Uh, we we had a bunch of uh, cases of beer that we were bringing to the booth, and he was like, "Where's that going?" And I'm like, uh, "Ground Zero. And he was like, "Okay, cool." <laughs> but uh, like that's the only only interaction I've ever had with Teddy Hart. But uh, you know, the guy's got the got a history. I mean, there's a there's a Twitter handle dedicated to is Teddy Hart in jail right now? Yeah, which is pretty. <laughs> he did a whole podcast for Jericho where he went over like a lot of his childhood and. Uh-huh some fucked up shit happened to him like he went to like a catholic school or something and like you know some weird shit happened with some of the priests and shit where he was kind of like sexually abused and stuff like that it's if you know it's he's if you ever are interested uh let's talk his jericho podcast with teddy hart it's so eye-opening to why the guy can come off as messed up and why he talks about how he trains his cats to wrestle and stuff like that like (laughs) Yeah, but I thought that was pretty interesting that that promotion uh, released that they were gonna be bringing him in in this in the, in this environment. This, is it a promotion that's like close to here, or is yeah. it? Yeah, like, oh, I think they run out of like the OC or uh, LA or something like that. Oh, well, I mean, hey, see what happens. Get some. They're gonna get some buzz, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, Pfft. interesting. What else is going on? Oh, let's talk about AEW. Okay. Uh, I didn't get to watch it. I, I saw the big controversy at the end. How could you not? Yeah. Uh, if you want to tell me a little bit about the show in general, what'd you think? Uh, I liked the show. Uh, I felt awful for Moxley and Eddie Kingston at the end because it came off so dumb at the end of it. But the the exploding barbed wire death match, I thought, lived up to the hype, whatever mm-hmm. the hype might have been. Um I feel like they shouldn't have promoted they were going to blow the ring up because I feel like they <laughs> they put themselves into a hole. Um, Derek Montilla, who you know from yeah. Arizona, he was at the show 
And he said at one point he saw them like cut a wire or something. So he thinks that's kind of what screwed up the final explosion. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, like it's, it came up as so corny, like, and then Eddie selling it, like he died after the sparklers and the, the Gilbert entrance basically just went off and yeah. he's selling it like he's dead. And then after the show, they all are, uh, Khan is saying stuff like, well, Kenny built a shitty bomb because Kenny was the one who supposedly made the ring. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you could have just pivoted and said Kenny was playing a prank and gone that way. But I thought the show was good. It's good to see Christian's going to be wrestling regularly again. So, okay. I got a question for you. So now there's a lot of hype and mystery going into who this, you know, new signee is that, that came over from the WWE. He's a, he's a future hall of famer, all that kind of stuff. A lot of people were talking about Lesnar angle, CM punk, um, other like kind of bigger names. Yeah. Uh, a lot of hype, a lot of hype, a lot of interest on who, who's going to come out. Here comes Christian. Now, I I was a, a fan of Christian, big fan of Christian. So was everybody six weeks ago. Back when I was when I was younger too. Yeah. I mean, he was awesome. Now, I feel bad mm-hmm. because for some like there was a lot of hype into this to this. Some and of it created by fans, exactly. But that's good. But yeah, that, that's what I'm sure AEW was looking for yeah. when Tony Khan said, "Hey, we got this guy coming on." He just signed with us. Yeah. You're all going to be really excited. You know who he is. He's one of my favorites ever. ever. He's a, he's a, he's a future hall of famer, all that kind of stuff. Did the hype live up to the reveal? Uh, for me, it did because I pretty much thought it was going to be Christian from the get go. Uh-huh. I pretty much said so on Duke's podcast last week when he asked who I thought I was going to be. And uh-huh. I said, Christian, and then he said something about, you thought Christian here, Christian had been signed, but then like the day after it was, Someone said he wasn't. So I was like, okay, it's going to be Christian. I thought it was going to be Christian or Kurt Angle. Those are my two. So to me, the hype lived up to what I thought it would be. No. Uh-huh. Because there's no way that... I don't think Brock Lesnar knows what an AEW is. No, not at all. And I'm pretty sure CM Punk is not going to return to a crowd of 1,300 people. Pretty sure if he comes back, uh, it's going money, to be... If the money was right, I'm sure. If the money was right, but I don't know if you're going to pay him what he'd want right now with... You just brought Sting in... You just brought Paul White in. You're probably paying those guys a hefty chunk of change. I'm not mm-hmm. sure you're going to want to then splurge on CM Punk. It's going to be above like $2 million a year probably. Yeah. Probably way more than that. But yeah, to me, I I was happy because he's a guy I've always liked. And I always wanted to see him on a bigger stage succeed. Like TNA was fine, but it's still not WWE. Like, yeah. And AEW is kind of at WWE's level in terms of like mainstream so especially after the shack thing last week there oh we'll talk about that a in a second buzz too. but yeah uh um, i was happy oh so like i said I'm, I'm a fan of christian uh you know back when i was younger i liked him a lot when he was in the brood when him and jericho teamed up you know all that kind of stuff but like i said all that momentum that hype yeah. coming in and then like it was like it was christian and it was like for me when i saw that like when it was on twitter i was like okay yeah. You know, because, yeah, people were like Lesnar, CM Punk, yeah. Angle, all this stuff. And I was like, and then so when it was real, that was Christian. I was like, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Is he going to move the needle that much for AEW? No, but I don't think that was the intent. I think that I think they just brought him in because he wanted to go there and he's a name. He's a name. He's not he like a huge yeah. name, but he's not going to move the needle. But I don't think that they need... I don't think there is anyone right now that's going to move the needle that they could have gotten. I think Lesnar would have 
Le- I mean, would have Lesnar would have been that needle off the goddamn. Lesnar would have been Hogan going to WCW in '95. That's how big that would have been. Yeah, like that kind of like game changer type deal. But I can't. I don't remember. I don't remember what podcast I said it on. But like Lesnar lives in Canada. Yeah, their traveling restrictions with Canada right now are so strict that Lesnar would basically have to stay in America for a month or two if it was if he was going to work for an American company mm-hmm. and. The whole reason that Brock left in the first place is because he didn't like traveling all the time. So I think if Brock is going to come back, it's going to be for big money. It's going to be for Vince and it's going to be for mania or something like that. I just, uh, I'm just wondering because you know, if, if you put out this much money, yeah, I'm talking for everybody. You expect the needle to be moved. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe if you're not like, you know, if you're signing somebody who's off the indies, good wrestler great you know like hey this person has potential yeah we're gonna work with them and hopefully build them up to be somebody who moves the needle yeah whereas when you have these guys coming over straight from wwe you you expect them to move the needle yeah immediately like at least get new fans new new eyes on the product people like you know a a good hype yeah i don't Um, think christian's gonna bring any new fans over to AEW, which is unfortunate i'm just wondering because i mean He's older. Yeah. Um, how many years does he have left in him? Probably maybe two or three. But like he's he, I guess he wants to wrestle more regularly, and that's just something that WWE didn't want to do for him. So yeah. I think your guy, your boy, uh, Cozy Superkick summed it up best. He said he was pretty much 50-50 on it. Mm-hmm. More or less, let's see what happens. Like he's like, it doesn't do anything for me. That's what he's personally. But. It could if it, if they book something right or they use him properly, maybe then it it's like a it changes. Yeah. So I thought that was a good, uh, better observation than people that were just automatically like, "This sucks." I wanted Brock Lesnar. Like, okay, well, yeah. It's like going to a birthday party and expecting to get a million dollars in a envelope, but you get like five hundred, and it's like, ugh. Yeah. It's just kind of interesting. Like you look at who's been signed recently like the big money signs yeah right uh big show probably not gonna wrestle very much right more of a commentating yeah uh stinger probably not gonna wrestle much no more of just he they had he had a pretty fun match of the pay-per-view too it was cinematic but yeah it was it was, it was okay. pretty fun so you're gonna get that out of them yeah you know but i think people are gonna eventually like like we can, no more cinematic. They want stuff. to see him wrestle. They yeah. want to see real wrestling. Yeah. They, they want you know a real wrestling match. Um, okay, so you have Stinger, probably big money. Paul White, probably big money. You're not going to get too much wrestling out of them. Uh, you know, Matt Hardy is probably more towards the end of his career. Yeah, but he's probably big money. I don't know. I, just, I I'm I'm kind of looking at a lot of these signings and going like, how much are they going to get out of these guys? I agree with that. The one thing I think is different between them and the way WWE does it is they're not putting these guys in like the title picture or the main event picture, at least yet. I mean, they haven't done it yet, mm-hmm. but so like they're, they're using their core like guys to be their main eventers. And they're using these guys as like, when you turn on the TV, you're like, Oh, this is where sting is now. This is where big show is now. Like they're not putting them in like marquee matches where they are going to get exposed. They're, putting them in much lower leverage positions, which I guess, I mean, if you have the money and you're able to do that, that's great. Yeah. But like, I don't, yeah, like you said, I don't think big Show's going to wrestle. If he does, it's going to be like a match with Shaq, which is not a wrestling match, but it's going to draw some eyes to the show. Like, uh-huh. and then if you come into that show, then you see K 
Kenny Omega, you see Adam Page, you see all these other guys, and they're like, now these guys look bigger because they're on this show with Shaq. Like, yeah, I don't know. Let's talk about the Shaq match. I I, I only watched a clip where he went through a table. He only he only was in really in the match for about five minutes, and then he gave Cody the Iggy. Yeah, <laughs> while he was on while he was uh trying to sell the table. Hey, it's okay. It's okay. He did a pretty good power bomb. I saw that. I saw that. Looked good. Yeah. It looked good. Um, uh, how was uh the girl that was with him? Um, what's her name? Uh Jade, Jade Cargill. Okay, yeah. Yeah, she was fine. The match the match itself was fine. I mean, it was kind of just I think it was I think it was more to show off the the two women yeah. and their abilities because they really haven't wrestled. So did the Jade girl, she looked did she look good? Like, did she look confident? Did she look seasoned? Or was it was this her first match ever? Yeah, she looked confident, but there's there was a lot of obvious, like, you know, hesitancy with certain things that she did where I was like, all right, she'll get there. But she's like, she's got a good look. She she exudes confidence. Like, yeah. What a beautiful woman, too, yeah. man. Like, holy shit. Like, and she's so she's a basketball player, right? Uh, Either that or a gymnast or something. I think she comes from a bas- basketball okay. background. So she's obviously that athletic. Sense, yeah. But I mean, like she's like ripped up, she's pretty as can be. So I was like, they got they got something there. Yeah, you know, you just got to make sure that in ring work is there. Yeah, or at least they can hide it good enough to where you know it looks like it's there. And unfortunately, they need help in their women's division because they don't have a lot of the women that they plan to build the company around because some of them left, some of them got injured. Like, yeah. So they're trying like so that, that that's a star if they you know build it correctly she could be a big star for them and then the, the other female in the match what's her, what what was her name oh man i is it red something red velvet red yeah. velvet yeah it was supposed to be brandy i'm sure yeah but she, but she got pregnant, pregnant so so was red velvet how was she she's pretty good i think she's uh she's not she's been wrestling for a while so okay. i think she's not a while but she's experienced i think so and then was it straight um WWE style intergender match where guys can only wrestle guys and yeah. girls and girls. So yeah, I don't I don't think they did too many spots with the women and the men. It was mostly just Shaq and Cody had like maybe five minutes of stuff they did, uh-huh. and the rest of the match was both of the women kind of doing their thing. Uh, who went over? I want to say I would think it was Cody and Red Velvet. Okay, makes it's sense. Just, it was so long ago. I can't at this don't, point. I can't remember. <laughs> don't give Shaq the win, and he'll never wrestle again. It's a, it's a wasted win. Right? No, yeah, I. He and then he was put into an ambulance and then disappeared from the ambulance, which I didn't understand what was going on. I why did you put in that? Because of the table. Because of the table spot, they uh-huh. did a whole thing where they had to wheel him out. But he's Shaq, so it was pretty funny to watch them try to wheel yeah, Shaq he's, out. He's in gigantic a, in a fucking. Wait, were they? Were, did they try and like stretch they him, out? him out into the ambulance? Yeah. Like, did they even have a stretcher big enough for him? <laughs> they did. Yeah. Did they actually like pick him up on the the board too? Like you know, yeah. they lay somebody out. Yeah. How many guys did they have picking they him up? Like seven or eight. Guys. He's got to be three hundred pounds, right? Yeah. Jesus, that'd be a, that's a, that's funny. I wonder if he's one of those people that has to because you know when you're, there's people like uh, like in the six hundred pound life show and they have to go get MRIs, they have to go to like the zoo. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't know if I wonder if Shaq's one of those people. Like I don't think Shaq can fit in like a normal MRI machine. Maybe not. Like I'm just a Shaq have to go to like the zoo to get an MRI. Like. Ugh. Yeah. So, all right. Well, so it was, how was, so was it a good pay-per-view? I thought so. I enjoyed it for what it was. I, I don't know if people are getting themselves too overhyped for these things now. Cause I saw a lot of people who didn't like it, but for what it was, I enjoyed it. Like the ladder match was good. I like seeing sky go over like, so what, I was what, happy for him. Was that a, uh, I saw 
people were tweeting like congratulations i saw him yeah. holding like a big like is it, it was to be in the next sonic the hedgehog movie get the fuck out no, of here I'm just okay. did, you, did you see the, the ring it's, in a, the br- hand? it's it, a brass ring yeah is, is look, that, it, yeah is it a, is it a, it's a it's a uh it's a little uh knock at uh vince yeah so the the winner of the ladder match was getting a shot at uh darby allen's title this week so and the point was it's a brass ring. the brass ring but it okay. looked like the ring from sonic and the hedgehog oh, so really? That's everyone funny. It's funny. So I was, you know, I was happy Sky won. They've been they've been kind of back and forth with Sky for a while, but it's like Sky's awesome. Give Sky him a fucking awesome, chance. Man. Like he, he is. I've wrestled him twice. And such a nice fucking guy. Like oh, just incredible. give him a chance. Like incredible so I'm glad nice. that they're giving him a chance finally. Hopefully it leads to something more for him. Yeah. Because he had a match with Jericho not too long ago and it was pretty good. And after that they really didn't like I don't know if he got injured or something, but they really didn't do anything with him after that for a long time. So he, I mean, if if they're gonna, so they have they're bringing in AEW's bringing a lot of the old timers, right? The the old yeah uh, WWE vets, you know, and that's you know to, to get the eyes, you know, get that yeah. cre- uh, credibility with like you know these known wrestlers, that's good. But yeah, I they should really be pushing Sky. Sky yeah. is good on the mic. He's good in ring. He's got the credit. He's got the credentials. Good look. Um. I feel like that's a guy that they could really push and, and it'd be really something and they could turn him into something. Yeah. Um, I've, like I said, I've wrestled Sky twice. Both times were great. Um, he's, he's awesome to work with. He's got a great, just great ideas, really friendly. Yeah. And he's open to like, Hey, okay. Tell me what, what, what do you want to yeah. do? And you know, Hey, you know, what, what do you want to do? Hey, uh, Sky, uh, Sky, I have this spot that I'm thinking about. Okay, cool. And if it's not good enough, he'll tweak it a little bit yeah. to, to make it work. But he won't be a dick about but it. But he won't be a dick about it. Because yeah. let me tell you, some cats will be. Yeah. Some cats will be. Um, And when you have to work with people that like Sky and you know that they're going to, you know, be open to suggestions and, and, and down with what you want to do and, and help you out. That's awesome. Yeah. But when you know you're going to go work with a guy who's just going to be fucking, you know, it's you're going to have to like politic. You're going to have to, you know, I don't know. It's just you have to some, work your way into getting like some shine. Yeah. Like like there's, some, there's some people that still are just out for themselves. Yeah. And they just want to look out for themselves and that's it. They don't want to like make you look good. And that sucks. Um. Yeah. So, but Sky, I think they should they should push push him to the moon right now and see yeah. what they can get out of it. See what they can get out of it. Yeah, they've got a lot of guys that I see them kind of starting to push a little bit. Like that's the one thing I noticed. They give guys who haven't gotten opportunities. Like Darby wasn't getting an opportunity if he went to WWE, but now Darby is one of the most pushed guys in AEW. So yeah, and I, I see that. I, I think I think they should be. If if I was in the office. And I saw, you know, Darby Allen and Sky. I would push Sky. Oh, yeah, I did for sure. You know, like for some reason, like I feel like Darby's getting a bigger push right now. And maybe, you know, down the road, like Sky will get that bigger push. But yeah. I would have been like, listen, we got to get Sky over. Like we got to get this guy out there. Because Darby, like I said, he's got, or not like I said, but Darby's got a, a, a cool look. Um, He does cool moves. So that's two good things. Yeah. He's not good on promos. Right, he's not good on promos. He's gotten better, but yeah. Let's be honest here. I mean, you're right. He's he, not great. You know, he's he's not. He's, he's not. like an amateur filmmaker, so he makes all his promos look really cool. And that, so that's okay. that's what is advantageous for him. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, his size 
Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you've ever seen him in, in person. No, he's small. He's very small. Yeah. So I also think that's that could hinder a little bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just a proven fact that big, gigantic people draw eyes to them. You know, like you have to look at yeah. a big, you know, a person who's, who walks in the room who is massive. They automatically get low. AW unfortunately has a couple of those guys that I wish were just a little bigger, like Jungle Boy. I think yeah. he's really good, but I know he's I don't know how tall he is, but he's skinny. He's not very he's not very big. But guy. he's like he's toned and looks good, but he's not like I'm like, I wish you were bigger because yeah. I like you and like he seems like he's a good guy with a good head on his shoulders. Like I'd like to see him get pushed more, but I know there's always gonna be that stigma with guys like him where it's like, Oh, he's too small. Yeah, Jungle Boy, he he could put on a few more pounds. Get a little bit more filled out, but he's also still pretty young. I think he's in his early twenties. Yeah, he's like 23, 24. So he has the op- he 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 has the opportunity to fill out. Yeah. He obviously can't get taller, but he can at least fill out. And that's the thing. Sky Sky isn't huge. He's not like a very tall guy. I yeah. think, you know, I think at the height high highest he is, he's maybe six foot. But um he's thick. Yeah. And he's in shape. He he looks great. He takes his shirt off, he's yoked up. So that, you know, that draws eyes. Plus, he's got just a great athleticism. But he's also a solid mat wrestler. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, if I was in the office, I'd be like, listen, guys, let's 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 push Sky first and see what we get out of yeah. him. Just I don't know. That's, that's what, I mean, what that's I what I'm do. hoping this is the jump off point. Too. I'm hoping that because when that ladder match was happening, I was like, well, I, I would prefer Sky win, but I didn't expect it. I expected Cody to win. Mm hmm. But like even the crowd was booing Cody, like possibly oh, right. winning. And then Sky won. And I'm like, the crowd was still quiet. I think that is the difference between Darby and Sky. For some reason, the live crowds at AEW didn't connect with him as much as they connect with Darby. Well, it's probably because Darby's been a lot more got a lot more screen time. Yeah. On on Dynamite. Yeah. Right? Where I feel like Sky's been more on like the AEW Dark, which is on YouTube. Yeah. And he was brought in as a tag guy. So yeah. people look at him more as a tag guy when, you know, you got to, he's of the three of those guys, like he's, the, should be the singles guy. Yeah. As much as I like Daniels, I like, he's at the point now where he should take the back seat and be in the tag team. Yeah, man. Oh, well. But overall, yeah, the show was good. I thought the show was good. Uh, the Bucks had a good match. I thought. Who'd they wrestle? Uh, they wrestled Jericho and MJF. Okay. And I like MJF. So MJF, man, he's got it. dude. He's, he's good on the mic. He's good at wrestling. The yeah. only guy that doesn't ever break his gimmick. Yeah. Because obviously, if he was an actual dickhead like he acts, he wouldn't be getting pushed on TV because no one would want to deal with him. Well, just in life, you can't get you, by like you that. You can't get by like that. So it's, <laughs> it's obvious that in reality, he's a nice guy, but he portrays the gimmick everywhere. Mm-hmm. He's the one guy that... And I, I think he can go in the ring too. Some people don't really believe in it. But I, I whenever I see him in the ring, I'm like, he's good enough to wear the character and the, the ring work match up well enough. Yeah. So, and he's young too. He's like in his twenties. Yeah. He's like early twenties. So yeah, that these guys are going to be around for a long time. So they have plenty of time to connect and get better and get bigger and for whatever, whatever they need, you know? Uh huh. Um, let's go back to the, to the, uh, the finish, the, uh, cause I, 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 I feel bad. Obviously, there so, were some great memes though. Something went wrong. Yeah, some exactly. great videos that I made. But uh, it, it was kind of interesting. What was kind of interesting? So after the explosion, that didn't really happen, right? It was like a lot of sparklers, a few little, yeah, you know, black cats went off. You know, maybe an M eighty. 
Yeah. Um, then, so then, was it on air? Was Moxley on air talking shit about, like, he's like, hey, Kenny, or Kenny Omega's like a hell of a wrestler, but he can't make a bomb worth It was post-show, but they put it on their Twitter, so it was, it see, was it's in canon of the show, basically. See, now, this is kind of... I think an issue where it's like, guys, you're, you're hurting yourself here. Yeah. You're, 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 you're fucking burying yourselves because, okay, this, the explosion didn't happen. Like it was built up to happen. Right? Yeah. Which I didn't even know about any explosion happening. I heard there was a Bob, you know, barbed wire. What is it called? Exploding barbed wire death. Okay. Match. I heard there was that. Yeah. And I know that like, you know, that certain points, uh, explosions happen. I didn't know there was supposed to be one coup de gras explosion, though. I didn't. I, I didn't hear about that. I just yeah. saw it on Twitter when I like saw people commenting about how it didn't happen, or you know they're making fun of it or whatever. Um, I was like, hey, shit happens. I've been involved yeah. where shit happens. You know, like something was supposed to happen one way and it didn't. Yeah. You know, but that's just it's live TV. That's wrestling. You know, like it's like when the tables break before somebody even yeah. lands on it. You know. Um. So I, I, you know, I'm not going to shit on somebody because something didn't go as planned. Yeah. Because I've been in that situation myself. But I thought it was interesting that they would air John Moxley talking shit about the explosion, about how you know it yeah. didn't happen, or kind of how weak the whole, you know, fireworks, the and bomb, sparklers quote unquote, was. And then you have Eddie Kingston in the back selling it like he's yeah, like he's concussed from you know the the explosion. And it's like, man, you guys are kind of just like, you're fucking yourself. See, that's the one, the, the Eddie, the Eddie thing is the one thing that I'm like, man, everything you said after the show could have really worked if Eddie wasn't selling it like he was dead. Exactly. Because you could have easily been, had Kenny who built the bomb go, well, it was supposed to go off in 30 minutes. I wasn't, I'm not going to build something that might hurt me, might kill me. Yeah. You can, so, you can easily cover it. Yeah. But, but then you have the, where Moxie's talking shit, but then Eddie's in the back, like selling like he's dead. I'm like, yeah. Like you could, I mean, I don't know how easy it is to call audibles and companies like that, or like at least have a backup plan. But I at least thought they should have been like, well, what if the bomb doesn't look good at the end? Like, yeah. what do we do then? Like you could use, well, oh, Kenny was playing a prank. Yeah. Because it's like, it's so silly because for, they said the ring was going to explode in 30 minutes that the match wasn't over. And then when the match is over, they said, well, this thing's going to go off anyway. And I'm like, well, what if the match ended in two minutes? So you got to wait 28 minutes for the bomb. Like the guys aren't going to take the ring down because the ring's going to blow up in 30 minutes. So like, I'll just wait till the ring blows up. Like it's such, it's such silly, silly stuff, but like they've literally been around for two years and this is the first like big snafu they've had. So it's like shit happens. Like you said, like people complain that they didn't deliver on their promise. I'm like, well, WWE didn't deliver on the promise when they had an eye for an eye match. Like Rey Mysterio still has one of his eyes. Like, yeah, you didn't give me the, the losing of the eye, which you promised me in that match. Yeah, that's true. But still, I just think it's one of those things where it's like, Hey guys, I understand we're having fun here, but we get, there's somebody has to like be serious. And that person needs to be, have all the power and be like, listen, guys, what John said was funny, how Kingston was selling it hilarious to us. Yeah. Don't put that shit on social media. Um, you can't have the inmates running the prison, right? Yeah. Like, because us wrestlers, we get very, you know, sometimes you get bored, you know, of, of the same old, same old, you know? So you're like, Hey, let's do this. Cause it'll, it, it'll pop us. Like yeah. we think it's funny. Yeah. But then when you present that to the public, they don't, they're not in on the joke. Yeah. They're not in on the inside, the back, 
you know, the little nudge of like, Hey, this is hilarious. Yeah. So I, you know, I think there needs to, there needs to be a point where somebody has to say, no, yeah, you can't put that on. You can't put that on. Somebody has to be the, 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 the mom or dad, the parent saying, no, can't yeah. do that. I, th- I think they just immediately thought, well, now like this looks so bad, like we have to cover it up. So like, yeah, yeah he yeah. cut that promo and then they're like, well, let's just put this on our Twitter, like, which I, I agree. Yeah. Hey, that's fine. Like have Moxley try to find some shit yeah. on Kenny for, you know, Hey, your bomb making skills suck. Yeah. But it just sucks when Kingston's in the back selling it that, that way. Yeah. That's my, yeah. It was my own, my only literal problem with it. It's, but it's, it is kind of minor, but at the same time, it's like somebody at some point should have said to Eddie, like, Hey, wake up, stop something like that. <laughs> it looked like shit. We're trying to pivot from it. Like, Hey, wake up. up, wake up. Yeah. And, uh, and maybe can kind of look around like, it, like that was it. Like, yeah, like he could have used just good things go off. He could have looked up and looked around and Kenny could have ran back out and pointed and laughed at him. Yeah. And I'm like, then it's an easy fix right there. But that's also us. Captain hindsight. Yeah. Captain Monday hindsight, morning, yeah. quarter Tuesday morning quarterbacks. It's easy for me to say you should have a backup plan, but when you probably worked on this all week, it probably looked great. Yeah. Like when you probably practice runs with it, it probably looked great when you blew it up. Like it's not going to look like they did in Japan where it's like a billow of smoke that goes up like 20 feet in the air. Yeah. Like it's not going to look like that, but you could have, I thought if they had stuff at ringside, like shooting up in the air where you blocked out the ring, you could have easily sold it. Like the ring blew up. Or, yeah. Yeah. And you could have been like, okay, well now it's smoke inhalation is why Eddie's passed out. <laughs> but when it was sparklers and then a couple of things went off ringside, you're like, all right, well, what are you doing now? Like, why are you selling this now? Yeah. Oh, well it's working on the fly and sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. And you know, there's never been a wrestling company that's bad at a thousand. Hell no. It's so hell no. Their batting average in the first couple of years of their existence has been pretty high. So I'm going to give them a pass on this one. Yeah. Listen, down the road, people aren't going to remember this. No, they're going to be like, Oh yeah. I remember that. It's like the Shockmaster. Like it was, yeah. it's funny now, you know. I'm sure back in the day they were shitting their pants and like, yeah, being like God damn it, this this is we're we're ruined. That was my immediate reaction when this happened. I I kind of went like, oh fuck, this is the new Shockmaster. <laughs> That's kind of because I was like, oh man, because they had fans there. So like, if they didn't have fans there, it's like, eh, they could have gotten away with it and done some post production explosions to make it look better. But because it was in front of a live crowd, it's like, yeah. Oh shit yeah oh well man it's wrestling you live and you learn you live and you learn keep moving it's not the last it's not the, it's not the last time they're gonna mess up or something doesn't go right shit happens all the time. i would not expect another one of those matches though that's that i will say oh really i mean if, because of that finish i highly doubt oh. they're gonna do something like that again the match itself was fine was it yeah barbed wire no i've never no thank you no and it was real barbed wire too some some of it was gimmicked like on the ropes, but yeah. when you see a guy go into a board and it's sticking to their back of their neck, like, oh, that's real. No, thank you. No, thank you. How much would it take for it to get you in a match like that? I don't know, man. I don't know. It might be experience. It might be exposure. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, you're going to have to tell me who's this with? Where is it at? You well, it's with, it's with Hunter because he's the deathmatch guy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Then I'm charging $10,000. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I just, 
some people are into that stuff. Uh, you know, like wrestling is just like any form of entertainment. There's different styles, you know, music, there's different styles, TV, there's different styles, genres, whatever Mu- movies, there's just different yeah. styles and genres. And, uh, you know, there's people that like that, de- the death match stuff. Yeah. I don't like it. Um, but I know it's something that Moxley did a lot of in early in his career. So I know I'm like, eh. yeah. if anybody can do it right and know how to do it in a mainstream way, it's probably him. Yeah. And Kenny's crazy. So yeah, Kenny can make it. They made, they made it work the, the way, the best way they could, but I don't want to see it. I don't want to see more of it. Yeah. I think I might draw the line at like uh barbed wire. I don't know. I just don't want to get cut. Oh, yeah, I know it messes you up bad. Like yeah. Thumbtacks are one thing. You can just take those out. Like I, I don't even want to take those. Yeah. But, uh, I, the thing that scares me about like barbed wire, any kind of sharp stuff like that, where it's cutting you is like, Man, what if you mess up and you cut like a major vein or artery? And which I'm trying to remember who it was, but it happened to somebody. There was a wrestler. At, well, didn't Nick Gage almost died? Yeah, Nick Gage almost been. died at the uh, tournament of death. He got life lighted out. Jeez. Yeah. I think uh, there was a wrestler back in the day named Sexy Eddie who cut his uh, bicep with barbed wire, and he was like bleeding really bad. Uh, and he almost had to go to the hospital too. He finished the match. I'm sure you finished the match, yeah. Because that's that's the pride. I finished the match, that's brother. The only concern. I finished the match. Um, yeah, it's just not really my thing. I just I don't know. I, I don't like getting cut and bleeding, especially. Guess what? A lot of these guys aren't getting tested. Yeah, you know, for STDs and other kind of stuff like that, bloodborne pathogens. I I don't know. It just kind of freaks me out. And if I get you know, I've only been hard weighed. I've never gigged. Yeah, I've only been hard weighed. And, you know, the hard ways weren't planned hard ways. They yeah. just happen, you know, like accidents happen. Uh, but I don't know. It kind of freaks me out. You didn't blame you. There's a lot of people that don't want to do that because, you know, you're getting paid. I'll let Devin Sparks pick up the uh, the hardcore. Yeah. I thought I would find it more likely that you would do a hardcore match before Devin would do a hardcore match. I've done, I mean, I've done like certain times types of hardcore matches i wouldn't say i'm a hardcore guy or i don't know you know i've done a little bit of you're not going to be the next tommy dreamer is what you're saying no no i couldn't imagine having to like do those types of matches consistently i don't know just yeah because then you're pigeonholed into that and then like you can never just have like a normal match again because everyone's expecting you to always hit people with shit and wrestle that style it's like well what if i want to do something else i was i was more concerned about like so you're getting like scabbed up all the time right yeah like i don't know i just wouldn't want to be walking around with scabs like look at devon dudley's head yeah all those scars all those scars from all the times he had bladed in ecw yeah i wouldn't want to look like that no actually i was talking to somebody has to do uh somebody i was talking to has to do a uh something in the future about and they have to i think they're gonna have to get some juice and they were talking about it. I'm like, I don't know what, how to do it. I've never done it before, man. I've never done it before. Just DM Nature Boy Ric Flair on yeah. Twitter, and he'll give you all the tips. I just go, well, first of all, you have to keep the blade in your mouth. Old school style. Yep. None of this uh, none of this tape it to your wristband stuff. There's like uh, Tylenol or something you're supposed to take that makes the blood run. Alcohol. You can drink a beer. Drink a beer. It makes I've the seen, blood run more when you blade. Yeah. That's another one I've heard. I've seen guys like they'll drink like a beer or have some kind of alcohol. Like not a lot. Not get drunk, but just enough to, yeah. to, get, the, to get the blood thinned up. That's a trick. Yeah. 
But I think that carrying the carrying the razor in the mouth. I can't even imagine how people did that. Dude, no oh way. My God. Man. Like the wrist, like the finger tape is one where I'm like, yep. I could probably do that. Yeah. Or like the wrist tape. Yeah. But like in the you're, mouth, no way. You're a badass if you carry it in your mouth. <laughs> Hogan. That's that's how I learned about it. The first time was it um a documentary. And I forgot it was a, I can't remember if it was just Hogan or something like that. But they were like, You want to see where I, Hogan was like, You want to see where I keep the blade? And he just pulls it out with it, like, you know, with his tongue. He moves it, shows it to the camera, and then puts it back in. And I was like, holy shit. I'd be so afraid on, like, a bump, I would, like, swallow it. Yeah. But then again, like, I don't know how much, like, if Hogan and matches, I don't know if he's bumping a whole lot. I mean, just in general, like, yeah. you having a blade in your mouth while doing a form of athletic uh, performance, yeah. you know, it, uh, you never know what's going to happen. I don't, like, there's, there's, like certain things in your mouth if you if you if you sliced your mouth you could probably bleed out pretty easily right like underneath your yeah. tongue and all that kind of stuff Ugh, that's scary i think i roughed a match one time where the guy who bladed maybe put it in my pocket and hand it to him at one point uh-huh. so that's another i guess form of way they can do it where they just yeah. have the ref hold on to it and then slide and then it over and then like there's a bump handed to you like that giving away why are you giving away the tricks bro? you just gave away the trick no you're giving away the tricks bro that's fine Listen, if, if if I'm giving away the tricks about like somebody uh, uh, stashing the, the the blade in their mouth, that's badass. Yeah, that's badass. You 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 got my respect just for carrying that thing in yeah. your mouth. But what else, man? What else is going on in this crazy world of pro wrestling? You see, Joey Ryan uh, put out a thing. He his quote, I believe, was, "I was really jazzed up to see myself trending on Twitter again." See, this is the thing. I, so when I saw that uh, they 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 put out an article about him. He dropped a couple of the lawsuits. Yeah. Um, I was like, man, maybe he like kind of understood. Maybe he's at a point where he understands this is the first part of like maybe fixing your image a little yeah. bit. Accepting. Yeah. I, I listen, I don't know. Like I said, these are still allegations. Yeah. This isn't, uh, yeah, there's no, been no trial. There's been no, uh, jury, conviction or anything like these are still allegations they're just allegations um i was just like well maybe he's gonna start this is like the first path where he's like oh I, okay that was a dick move with yeah. the wrestling for charity thing like maybe i really the, the, need to step away yeah and this is gonna be like my going away letter and yeah when he when he brought up like i'm i'm still over enough to cause like yeah this kind of uh controversy it's like Man, there's that self-awareness thing. Like, there's that, like, hey, read the room. Like, nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to see, hear that you, you're talking about being over. Because that's a wrestling term, right? Yeah. And right now, the wrestling industry is saying, hey, we, do, we don't want you here. Yeah. And they're, they're going to keep saying that because he hasn't ever shown any contrition in any of his actions. That's even if they're allegations, even if he doesn't believe he did that. If he says, I apologize for the way people perceive my actions, yada, 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 he could probably at some point come back and people would complain, but I think it would be a smaller group of people than what it is now. Yeah. Because now he's just coming out and he's just bragging about how he got over for being on a show. Like, I'm like, well, yeah, but you're still the same guy. Like you're not showing any contrition or any kind of regret for anything you'd even if you don't think you did anything wrong, just the best thing to do is just apologize or just step away or just step and, away and not, and not make any, 
Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. But it was weird because I was reading that little statement that he wrote. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. And then as soon as like I read that, you know, I'm still surprised or I'm still you know, talking about being over and causing this kind of, I was like, I stopped reading after that. I was like, ah, yeah. you lost me there, dude. Like you lost me. Come on, man. It's just like his hour long video he made where he, he just spent an hour and a half burying the people that accused him. And I'm like, I'm not going to watch it anyway, but like at least at one point, just apologize for something. Just, just say you're sorry. Like this is like, it's so simple. He's a sports guy. He's seen a million of these athletes who've done steroids they get past it because they just apologize. They say, I'm sorry. I regret what I did. And then in two, three years, people forgive them. Like, I'm not saying that's going to happen with him because some of the allegations against him are awful. Like there's going to be a section of people who are never going to ever give him a chance ever again. Yeah. You're, you're correct on that. Uh, I don't know, man. It's crazy, crazy stuff. But maybe, maybe that, that letter is the, is the last of it as far as, I hope so. Maybe because he he's he said he was gonna he, he dropped not all the lawsuits but some of them. Yeah, there was one. There was he's not dropping the suit against Impact for wrongful termination. Well, he, he'll probably get he'll, he that's a probably a slam dunk. Yeah, he'll get something for, for that. Yeah, because there's a contract. Yeah, there's a contract. You know, like and as much as anybody who's listening doesn't want to hear that Joey Ryan's gonna get paid out for that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like sometimes the way the law works is not exactly. fair. Like you know, you know, like that's just. That's just how it is, you know, but and, and impact probably has the money to pay out. Yeah. Right. Whereas a lot of these independent wrestlers and these female, uh, these female wrestlers or, you know, females that work in the business that have allegations against them, they probably don't have, they, I'm no. guessing they don't have the money for that kind of stuff. So I don't know, man, wild stuff, but I just thought it was kind of interesting because last week we were talking about the wrestling for charity controversy. And now this week, you know, I saw that he, he put out a letter. I can't say it's an apology letter. It was a statement. It's a statement. There you go. Statement. Um, and, you know. Oh, well. Hope it's the last we hear from him for a while. Take a break. Get away from it. You're not going to do yourself any favors by. Like if you if he really wants to come back at some point, like he has to step away for a little bit and just be out of the spotlight. Yeah, maybe or else it's there's no chance he's ever going to come back with any kind of credible return. Yeah. And even if, if I don't, you know, that's a very thin chance of yeah. that ever happening. Yeah. So he would come back with a razor thin, uh, I'm trying to think of the term when somebody comes back, but it's like you're on thin ice, basically like you can't make any mistakes at that point. Like yeah. if he came back, that would be what it'd be. It'd be like, all right, everyone's watching you now. You can't make one mistake. You can't, do the gimmick that made that you were doing. Like no one's going to do that. A lot of people aren't going to work shows you're on. So promoters might not want to book you yeah. in certain places, but there's always those places. And you know what those places are that are like places around here where they would welcome him with open arms because they would, it would get them publicity. You know, what's interesting too. I think he mentioned something in the statement about how like every wrestler knew like like he didn't want to hide the fact that he was on that wrestling for charity show he wanted everybody to to know that he was on it and in that statement that the wrestling for charity put out it said everyone was well aware of yeah the situation and all that kind of stuff. i'd like to see because there's got to be evidence of these interact these the contact yeah. between the promoter whoever that might be for wrestling for charity and these wrestlers i'd like to see like 
if somebody can screen like you know screenshot and say hey this is the information we got for this show you know because there has to be evidence of the interaction between the promoter there were some big names on this show you would think maybe they'd want to clear themselves and be like hey like this is the interaction i had no at no point did they mention yeah joey's name yeah so i don't know it's pretty interesting pretty interesting man oh well but uh hey man it's uh it's tuesday night and aew dark is on tonight guess who's gonna be in on aew dark not this week but i mean in the future it'll, it'll be on the future I, tell you, we don't we, we, we really, have we have no idea we don't know we have no we idea don't know. so we can't say for certain but, but uh b-boy um benny is heading out to jacksonville today or was it yesterday no, I saw the tweet this morning. This morning? So he was at the airport this morning. Okay. So. so they're probably not, he's probably not on tonight's AEW Dark. No. Because I'm guessing just the time, the time it takes from f- flying to, from the West Coast to the East Coast, all that. Um, It depends on, like, it can take five hours. It can uh-huh. take, like, the flight I'm taking to Tampa is like four and a half hour flights. So. But you're flying into the future also, right? You're flying into the future. So you have to leave here at like six in the morning to get there in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I doubt, I doubt if even if he's at the building tonight, I doubt if they're doing something tonight that he's going to be on the show. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so Benny B boy, uh, owner, head trainer at level up. Um, he's heading out there to go do, uh, some matches. Or uh, AEW Dark. I hope maybe he gets a better opportunity from that. Yep. Um, he deserves it. The guy's been wrestling for over 20 years. I think he's at like 21 or 22 yeah. now. And uh, good luck, man. He told me about a month and a half ago of the, about this opportunity. Okay. And I said, congratulations, man. Get out there and do your thing. Um, I know he's been he's been trying to uh, get back in, in the ring shape. Um over the past month and a half, yeah. trying to you know drop some pounds, trying he, he got back in the ring because he because he, I don't think he's done like any wrestling except for Hunter's gender reveal party yeah. that him and uh, Ruby Ray's and did. the show he's on where he wrestled you guys and that the yeah student showcase and show. that too yeah I guess so like the, he but and then that was six man tag yeah. so you don't get too much in ring time but uh, yeah man I hope he goes out there I hope everything works out for him I hope he gets yeah. you know good match good matches I don't know how that how it works out there. But a uh, good luck out there, Benny. It was and, only a matter of time. With yeah. the people that are the people that are in AEW, the people that know him and know how good he is, like it was only a matter of time before he at least got a chance to go there yeah. and show what he can do. I mean, he's probably already wrestled pretty much all that roster anyways. He, yeah, everyone on that yeah, all the at least all the SoCal guys, I'm sure he's been in the ring with yeah. at some point, one way or another. I would love to like look at like Benny's history of like who he's wrestled. Man, I'm telling you, the guy has probably wrestled everybody. Oh, yeah. He's wrestled it's a who's everybody. who of people because he wrestled so much on the East Coast back in the day. Even recently, he's still doing it. Yeah. And now he's got another opportunity, Mania Weekend. He's going to be in the GCW tournament. The Acid What's going Cup. On? Acid Cup. Who knows what will come of that? Like, maybe he'll get a couple more bookings that weekend because, you know, they're going to be running a bunch of independent shows that weekend, I'm sure. Yeah. You're still going out there? Yep. Cool, man. They're going to do a blood sport. I saw that. So. I'll I'll see if I can find Josh Burnett and drop my name. Drop your card. Appreciate it. This is Mike Camden. He wants to be uh, on it badly. Who are you going out there with? Me. Oh yeah. Yeah. I have family out there, so I'm kind of I'm going out there for Mania, but I also have family living in Orlando, which is like two hours away. Okay. So I'm gonna go 
hang with them too while I'm out there. Do cool. some stuff. Florida's wide open. So yeah, California's going to be open soon. We're going to be able to go to Padre games this year. Yeah. Starting I heard, April uh, 1st. I knew they were like a few weeks ago. They were, you know, there was like a petition or something like that. Like yeah. they were trying to get opening day, like fans to opening day. Yeah. Um, and it looks like it's going to be that. Theme yeah. parks I, are opening again. So I'm SeaWorld will be open. And they said end of April, April that, 1st. Or is it April first? Mm-hmm. April maybe. Ho- hopefully, this isn't a gigantic uh, April Fool's Day joke. I hope not. But um, okay, so it's April. They're opening up the theme parks, theme parks and stadiums. So can... that's good, man. Um, you know what the funny thing is? So my wife and I were talking about this because we we heard about it uh, over the weekend. So Disneyland's gonna be opening up to twenty five percent capacity. How much are they gonna charge tickets though? I think it's gonna be the same. Okay, because I've looked. Because uh, Disney World in Florida. Yeah. Is the same thing. They're they have limited capacity, probably not as much as the one in California, but their tickets are roughly the same as what they've always been. Okay, because I was thinking, listen, that is a dream day to go to Disneyland. If there's if it's only twenty five percent, how many rides are you gonna get in? You ain't waiting in no lines. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the max capacity for and it, well. So are they going to divide it up between California Adventure and Disneyland? So th- this is kind of like probably yeah. like stuff they have to work out, right? Um, because think about it, man. Nobody wants to go on a on a busy day yeah. to Disneyland. Everybody wants to go on a day that it's not busy. At but all. you're also going to get those people that just don't want to go to Disneyland right now because of everything. So you're going to get half capacity. A bunch of people aren't going to want to go. So if you've ever wanted to go to Disneyland and actually ride all the rides, yeah. now is the time to do it. All you got to do is wear a mask, which isn't that big of a deal. And I wonder how they're going to do tickets. Like it's probably not going to just be a uh, uh, first come first serve kind of ideal, right? I think probably- I think what what they planned to do back when they were going to reopen them like a year, a couple months ago, was they were going to you had to buy tickets in advance, basically. Yeah, like it wasn't like walk up and buy tickets to Disneyland. Like you had to like look and see if there was availability on that day, and, and then buy the, if, and then buy the tickets. I wonder, do they even have season? What is it? Park passes or whatever? Like uh, they had like a yearly pass, but I heard that they were getting rid of that too. Okay. But those are so expensive. And you, if you only buy the smallest one, there's only like a certain days you can go to Disneyland. Yeah. Like if you buy the lowest one, you like, you can't go on the weekends. You can't go on Fridays. I'm just wondering. Cause I mean, Disneyland has been closed for what over a year. Yeah. So, and we're into a new year. So they have the yearly pass. Now, did they even distribute any of those this year? Probably not. No, right? I think once it's shut down, I think they stopped charging people. So or now, probably give people money back. So now, okay, cool. So the yearly pass people, you don't even got to worry about them because there ain't no yearly passes out right yeah. now. So now you just have to worry about the first come, first serve type of people or the people that reserve online, however they do it. So, okay, yeah. that makes sense now. Cool. Yeah, I, I I would go. I I would think <laughs> if I'm ever, if, like, I don't, I'm not like a huge Disneyland guy, but if I was ever going to go, like, now would be the time. And that's the same way I feel like going to like baseball games. Like nothing sounds better to me than going to a baseball game with 7,000 people. Yeah. Cause think of how much space there's going to be between me and everyone else just to like sit back and relax while watching a baseball game. Plus the Padres this year. Plus the Padres are going to be awesome. Kill it. So, you know, I'm not working right now, so I can go to as many games as I want. You know, what's interesting. So my wife showed me this little s- survey and it's the, uh, ballparks. That that fans consume the most beer, yeah, or alcohol. And uh, did, did you see this list at all? No. Do you see who? Do you take a guess I would assume at? it's here because we have a lot of breweries here. Uh, well, take a guess at who's number one. Milwaukee. Negative. Good guess though. Good guess. 
That's the only place I know that's like. I'll give you one more beer. guess because people are gonna get bored if I keep going. Keep Chicago. Guessing. What Chicago? Uh, White Sox. There you go, bud. Number one. Yeah. Good old Chicago. Because the White Sox play on the south side. South side, yeah. And that south side I heard is the more rowdy they side. They party. Yeah. They party. Do you watch the show Shameless? Uh, yeah, my wife. That's, of course, my wife. That's yeah. That is the yeah. That's supposed to be. Wait. I think that is the south side of Chicago. It's the south side, but I'm because there's different areas of the yeah. south side. And I think they're supposed to be representing where my wife's from. Oh, really? But but they film it in another area. Yeah. But I mean, my like, yeah, I don't know. Like Yeah, I should have assumed that you guys watched that. But yeah, that's that's my, my like, wife only it. interpretation of like what I know about Chicago. Yeah. Is like I look at that and I go, <laughs> okay. Because I've heard I've heard things about Chicago too for people who have been there been to those parts of Chicago where yeah. you're like, oh God. Well, so yeah, my, my my wife used to watch it a lot. I don't think she watches it as much anymore. But uh yeah, it's pretty I've seen a couple episodes. It's funny. It's yeah. funny funny show. Is it accurate? Oh no. Is what she said no no not, not their not their part, but like no Chicago, no okay. No, she she's like a normal suburb. Like not well she's not from the suburb. She's actually from Chicago. But uh it's like the, the neighborhood she's from is it's normal as can be. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, going back to that list, um, the Padres were number five, San Diego. There we go, guys. Yeah. Top five. Nice. And it doesn't surprise me with how many like breweries are out here and yeah. How many people like drinking out here? Like, you know, people go to baseball games. Like I want to have fun when I want to have a drink, you know? Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, I thought that it was just surprising to me to uh, see San Diego popped up because I, I could think like I thought the I thought like the Cubs would be up there because man, I've gone to Cubs games and man, there's booze flowing there because they're old school. They still do the thing where like you can walk like the vendors will walk down the aisles. Oh really? You know, you, you, they don't do that here anymore. Beers. Not in San Diego, dog. Not for a long. They haven't done that forever. Where they walk around with beer? Yeah, and just hand you. Beer. I've seen nope. that. Nope, not in San Diego. No way. No way. You've seen it in, I've seen it in at Wrigleyville. I've seen it at uh, yeah. at Kamitsky or whatever. They, the White Sox have the, the White- worst name. Yeah, it's uh, for their stadium. I can't remember. What, it's like uh, I can't remember what it is. I don't remember what it is. Either. But part of the logo is a is a is a arrow pointing down. Yeah, it's such a, it's so terrible. It's the worst. And I remember. I guess so. I guess the the White Sox asked this company that you know sponsors the stadium or whatever. Hey, can we turn this upside down arrow into a home plate? And they were like, absolutely not. <laughs> you know, like, but, um, yeah, surprising. Yeah, but no, they don't, they don't do that. Uh, do they do that in New York still? Uh, it's maybe that's where I remember it from. Cause I went to a Yankee game a couple years ago. I thought I remember them walking around with beer and stuff. You won't see it in San Diego, dog. That's crazy. Nope, 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 nope. But yeah, yeah. It doesn't surprise me that Chicago's one of them too. Cause that I mean, but what does surprise me, like the the Wrigley Field is smaller compared to like Petco. Oh yeah. Like so, that is another reason why I'd be like, well, the numbers, you know, if That's if, true. if if Wrigley was bigger. That's true. Maybe the numbers would be higher, like because you know you can fit fifty thousand probably in Petco if you packed it. And, uh, I think forty thousand. Okay. Well, I mean the standing room area, like yeah. In in the in the outfield, it all depends on how you count attendance. Yeah, like WWE counts attendance as people in the building, not yep, people sitting. True. So it's like, yeah. but yeah, Wrigley, I'm sure fits about 
maybe 30,000 35 maybe yeah i'm happy though man i want to go yeah. some padre games this year we're gonna have a killer team i think this is the team man yeah, this great. is the team that takes us to the series they're looking very good solid team man um what else are we uh what else are we that's about it we I have no questions for this week talking? so i feel like i had something to say i can't remember though god damn it we said a sh- lot mike i have this sh- short-term memory it's that's terrible fair. Just imagine if we'd done this at six o'clock, you would have forgotten everything. Oh, I wouldn't. I've been like, let's just. (laughs) This would have been 20 minutes. Let's just pass. Let's just do it. Zoom, (laughs) which I hate. I know. But anyways, guys. uh, Yeah, I guess we can wrap it up, right? Yeah. Go listen to uh, the Hogsman Red and Black tomorrow. Not tomorrow. Thursday. Record tomorrow, but you're right. Thursday. That's Devin's show. And then. Big Duke's got his show. He debuted it last week. He's doing great. Did great numbers. Um, go listen to him on Friday morning. Hogsman Worldwide. Yep. Taking Hogsman. over. Hogsman. And then I'm trying, uh, we're, we're trying to work on some other stuff. I told Adam about it. We're trying to work on some other stuff um, for, these, uh, for these podcasts. And uh, hopefully it entertains you. Maybe a whole network. Maybe a whole network. We might become a, uh, a record label there you go. at one point. You got to come up with a catchy uh, label name. Hogsman, Hogsman Records? Hogsman, the Hog Records. Hogs Records? I don't know. But anyways, let's wrap it up. Um, Check us out on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify. Go like, subscribe, write something. I don't know. Do whatever you want. Go check out uh, our social media at Hogsman Pod on both Instagram and Twitter. Please send in questions. We need we need stuff to talk about, guys. And shout out Pub Beer, Ten Barrel Brewing, Pub Beer, Cheap Fun Beer. What's up? And then go check out. Uh, there's something I was gonna put over. Level Up Pro Wrestling. There you go. Level Up Pro Wrestling. Go check them out. Uh, we Level Up Pro Wrestling on IWTV. Um, we're putting out new episodes. I think every Saturday. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Am I correct on that? I think Saturday morning is when they're releasing them. Uh, there is a promo code. I believe you just type in level up in all caps. Yeah. And that should help you out. Maybe get like a week trial or a month or something. I, I don't know. I don't something know what the promo like that, code yeah. does. But hey, I'm giving it to you. Have, you, appe- you, have you appeared on an episode yet? Yes. Yes. I think I've, I've appeared on two episodes. I'm not yeah. sure. Not sure though. One was with, actually no, two. One was with Cam. And the other one was with Fab. That's right. I saw that. Two I did day, see that. Two younger, newer students. Um, go check them out. And then uh, February 3rd, Canna Pro. April 3rd. When is it, what did I say? February. I said February? Yeah. What We're in March now. So What a dummy. Uh, April 3rd. The day before Easter, right? Yes. Uh, Canna Pro. I believe the name, name of the show is 4321. Yeah. Blast Off. Yep. And I'll be wrestling uh, Bad Dude Tito. And I believe that's happening at the Level Up Pro Wrestling School in the back parking lot. So it won't be indoors. It'll be in the back parking lot. Uh, well, you got to wear a mask and all that stuff. So anyone who went to that student showcase a few months ago, it's in the same part of the building, right? Or the Canna Pro show, the Halloween show, where you dressed up as yeah. Zoltan. Uh, Zoltan. Zoltan, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so everything's going to be outside until further notice yeah probably not going to be able anytime soon that we're going to be doing the shows inside yeah 
But actually, they are uh, fixing up the inside of Level Up Pro Wrestling. They're making a lot more room. Uh, they're painting it. They're making it more visually pleasing. Because back in the day, it was just kind of like a big yeah. white room with a wrestling ring in it. Uh, so, yeah, they're trying to, you know, trying to yeah. doll the place up a little bit. For, for all you know, in a couple of months, it could be back inside. If April 1st, we're allowed to kind of resume normal, uh, somewhat normalcy. Maybe, maybe that, you know. Maybe. Get these vaccines out. Get yeah. these vaccines out. Man. I've seen a couple of people talking about getting vaccines and I don't have any clue how they're getting them. I'm like, I don't like, I don't know if you being any kind of special circumstance. I don't know how you're getting it. But. I think my wife is eligible for it. Is she? Yeah. Cause I think she's a uh, falls under the essential worker. Okay. For yeah, that the, makes whatever. Sense. So we're past 65 and up. Yeah. Right. Or something like that. Yeah. They said by May, everyone should be eligible. So like you or I could just go into a CVS and get one. Okay. So yeah, she's they're at that stage where now they're taking care of like certain essential workers, and I think she's able to do that. So I don't know. I'll get it whenever it's convenient. If if I'm being honest, if I have to wait an extra month and I can get the one that's just one shot and done, I'll do that. Really? Yeah, I'd rather just do the one shot because I've heard horror stories of the two shots where people get deathly ill on both of them, and I'm like, I've only heard on the second shot people have like gotten sick. But yeah. not like it puts him down for like a day. Yeah. I'll take a day. I'll, yeah, I'll take a day. I'll take a day. Uh, you know, I, better than that than. But even, but even if it's it, literally, if it's one shot, that means immediately I am now like. Superhuman. I'm, a, I'm a superhuman. Exactly. I'm okay now. Whereas I take the first one. I'm like, well, I'm not completely vaccinated yet. Yeah, true. But it ups you up to like 60%, 60 or 70% yeah. immune system. I don't know. I, in general, I'm not that afraid of getting it anyway. So yeah, like when I, fair. when I, you know, get the vaccine i'll feel better but i don't feel like i'm prone to getting it right now anyway i know i agree with you like i'm one of those people who's like let everybody else that needs it go take it yeah. i'll be fine i'll be fine i'll get it eventually yeah eventually all right that's it adam thanks for coming by no problem thanks for being the best producer ever you got it and uh if you want the tip you gotta take the whole hog Adios.